You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Monday, everybody. This is Vicki. I'm here with Nick and Chrissy. We hope you had a fantabulous weekend, and we are going to talk to you about craziness today. Nick's going to explain more. Yeah, basically just different strokes for different folks. Some crazy things that uh, may seem a little crazy to everyone else that you like to do at Walt Disney World, or you may look at and say, hey, that's a little crazy. I don't get it, but it's your thing. It's not my thing. That type of thing, like pin trading, right? Joey does a lot of pin trading. I don't get it. I kind of do because pins are cool, but I don't understand uh, the craziness, you know, because associated it's a about it. It is a costly uh, habit. Well, that too. You know, it's a byproduct of it, right? And as a former cast member, I didn't like strangers coming up to my chest. Sorry, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get into it. Boosh. Chrissy with the funnies today. I love it. Well, because couldn't. I mean, they have to trade. We we worked for, yeah, we worked at the parks when pin trading was born. My husband, pin trading was his thing at the studios. He was in charge of the pin trading cart there before it exploded. And we were required to wear these lanyards. And let me tell you how many times a day strange men would walk up. Let me see your pins. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like. That would be a little no. awkward. So I started like. I didn't wear my lanyard. I held it. With where media is going today, I bet that's going to go away. So, things like that. Sorry, you know? I digress. <laughs> no, it's all good. Different strokes for different folks. That's what this is all about today. And so, for the, the, the number 10 item that I have here, uh, learn to surf. So, the wave pool at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, it's not just there for show, people. You actually can literally surf on it. Did you know that? I did not know that, but I've never been to Typhoon Lagoon, and oh it's currently gosh. closed for refurbishment. Right. You've never been? To, it's it's a great water park. So lessons are offered on select days prior to park opening. And this is for guests eight or over. Uh, there are two instructors there that will teach you the basics on basically how to surf. I just think that's really, really neat. It is neat, but I mean, you can't surf once Typhoon Lagoon is open to the public. Right. You know... I don't know. If I'm going to learn to surf, I'm going to do it out in, like, California or something. Well, it's just, like, it's just one of those things that Disney offers. It's just an experience. Yeah, it is. If you've ever wanted to do it. Sure, and they're definitely, they've been offering it for years, and it's, I I just think it's neat. I think it is neat to encourage non-park experiences. Would you try it? I'd be willing to try it. I'd try it. Oh, I'd try it. Number nine, I have 
flying overhead in a hot air balloon. The character's in flight. You know, they're at uh, Disney Springs. Yes. Gives you a bird's eye view of Walt Disney World Resort. You're floating on the skies, right? You're, you're not really going around Disney Springs. They kind of just, they raise you when they lower you. Yeah, because you're still tethered, right? You are still yeah. tethered, so don't worry, listeners. You're not going to be whisked away into uh, the Wizard of Oz type of deal. You know, it's a cool thing. I've tried the last couple times to get on it with my family, but it's been too windy. And that's the oh, only yeah. thing. When it's too windy... They shut her down. Well, that's for your safety. Right. I, you said about the being tethered down. If I was brave enough to go ahead and go up in it, I would like to be able to look at a bird's eye view of all the parks. How cool would that be uh, to just go in a so, balloon over the top? So of- that's another one. You know, Disney doesn't provide this, but you can get a helicopter ride. Oh. Cost you like 50 bucks. Maybe that's what we saw a lot of helicopters this time. And Joy's like, I thought this was a no fly zone. So you can, I'm sure they have it contracted with Disney. Disney is a fly, no fly zone. But you can get your helicopter ride. I think one park's like 20 bucks, something like that. And if you want to do all three, it's $50. It would just be fun just yeah, to see from I didn't know that was a bird's eye view. But it's not through Disney. No, no, but even outside. Um, let's see here. Number eight, take a Segway tour at uh, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. We all know what a Segway is. You can hop on it. They have paved paths to Woodland Trails. Uh, the tour includes stops at uh, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, obviously, and stables and the ranch. And Bay, you know, and Bay Lake. Now we're going to get to the ranch here in just a second. It's a lot of fun. A lot of families uh, love doing it, and it's you know those all-terrain segway. <laughs> Did they give you lessons first? So that's what I was thinking about that too. You know, you really know how to have to ride a segway. You'd almost have to know road. how. Yeah, segway lesson so, prior I'm to sure the segway it's trails. Super easy people, you know. It's like those hoverboards, but yeah. with handles. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but I saw us trying to do that hoverboard is, with our kids. But you didn't have a handle though. True. I don't know. And they're much larger. I don't know. I just, I don't feel like a very balanced person, so I can see me falling. (laughs) I'd go over a pebble and fly. (laughs) Let's see here. Number seven. We're knocking this out fairly quickly. Go on a VIP tour of an African savanna. So over at Harambe Reserve near uh, Kilimanjaro Safari, Disney's Animal Kingdom, you can sign up for an African uh, savanna tour. It's a VIP tour. It's three hours long. You'll go over ropes, bridge ropes, you know, like Indiana Jones style with real crocodiles underneath, you know, chomping. You can see those actually, a couple of them when you're on the Jeep and it, Pretty there's cool. no way. So you, you get, have to be really adventurous. <laughs> so you get to just truck through a little taste of Africa on your own private tour. For right? those of us who would probably never get on a real African safari in their lifetime, I think it would be a neat experience. Oh, no. I mean, I, it's on my bucket list. I would love to travel to Africa. You just answered your question, though, but, why people would want to learn how to surf. True. If they don't want to go out in the ocean and they want true. a stable environment that's safe. With true. no sharks. Right. Because I have a fear of sharks. Oh, oh I well, don't know go. that too many people don't. <laughs> yeah, sharks. Well, you're just food bobbing up and down in water for a shark, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, there's, like a, chicken, steak dinner. there's a chicken leg. I think I'm going to go <laughs> have that, right? Uh, number six, watching illuminations from a pontoon boat. Now, I've heard of people doing this, but I have not experienced so this So if myself. you have a large group, you can hire a pontoon boat, which will sail from the Yacht and Beach Club Marina or the Boardwalk Marina. And it'll take you to the International Gateway Bridge inside Epcot itself. All the other boats, so if you have other individuals that are watching too, the pontoon boats aren't going to sit next to each other, but you can get your own private viewing on the lake right there on a pontoon boat watching reflections, which is really neat. The boats accommodate up to 10 people, and the prices, though, start around three. 
$350. I thought I, I thought it was a little bit cheaper than that, but I remember reading about it. But actually, that's only $35 a yeah, person if you think terrible. about it. For Disney standards, that's not a lot of money. If you've never seen Illuminations before and you really wanted it, I mean, a good view. But what what a cool way to look at it. Yeah. It's why everybody at the lake here in Missouri goes out on their boats to watch the fireworks. Just an awesome view. Yeah. All right, let's see here. We got uh, number four I put on there. Oh, no, number five, I apologize. Take a trail ride on a horse. You can actually go to the... Tri-Circle D Ranch at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. They offer uh, trail, pony, wagon, and carriage rides. There are a number of different options. Ages 9 and up could go horseback riding through a woodland trail. It says teeming with wildlife over there for 46. It's a 45-minute ride. Wagon rides, you can also get on the wagon rides as well uh, that are drawn by horse. And those cost around $45, $64. Very cool for the family. I, I would rather do the wagon. I've been on a horse before. Yeah. And not knowing the trail, I I would feel more secure in a wagon. So just like, you know, you'll never go to Africa, you said, and take a, a tour, right? A safari yeah. or whatnot. I would love to, but I Well, that's why people would get on not. Kilimanjaro Safari. That's why, you know, people that maybe live on the coast that will never venture on into the mainland and the center of the mainland, what we like to call the, the Midwest, uh, they can somewhat, you know, feel like they are in the Midwest. Not that we have uh, carriages being pulled by horses all over the place. Matter. We do in a few places. We do in a few in places. Amish country. We do in a few places, but, you know, you can get that experience. Right. Just that one thing that Disney offers. Again, another experience outside of the realm of the theme parks. I think that's great for families. Take a dive in the seas there at Nemo and Friends in that pavilion there in Epcot. The Coral Reef, you know, we've eaten in the restaurant. You can watch, you, you do, you watch the divers dive in and take a swim with a whole bunch of other people. No, I know. I've never seen, the people have never been in there the three times that I ate there. Really? Just on, uh, I saw it on Full House. Yeah, I remember every, the Full every, House episode. Every time I've been there. I've never seen anyone other than Disney divers. Okay, I guess so. I've gotten lucky. I've yeah. always seen a whole school of people. Wow. That's fun. That would make it more fun. But there's a shark in there, right? No, oh, yeah, there's plenty of sharks in there. And what Aaron and I found interesting, the wetsuits that they have, are the exact same wetsuits from Finding Nemo. Like maybe they've themed it that way. I think they did. I think when they either they rethemed it or maybe Pixar did their homework. I'm You're sure right. They it, did their but it had homework. been rethemed. You're right. It had been rethemed. Um, but uh, it's a uh, it's an experience. It's a 40 minute diving experience. You go and you can only do it if you're scuba certified. So if you're scuba certified, you can take the plunge and see all the sea turtles and you know starfish and dolphins all you want. I think it'd be great for the family. Great. Just if you're taking a trip on your own or, or a couple's trip, go do sure. something daring like that together. It's kind of neat. If you're not scuba certified, they offer a shallow water a scuba pet, type. Pet the steam race. Yeah, kind of, kind of along that at typhoon, Lu- at, at typhoon Lagoon. It's still fun though. 20 plus years ago did it, my sisters and I, at Typhoon Lagoon. And you just put on a little snorkel and go in some shallow water. Oh, cool. Yeah. Number three, get your haircut on Main Street USA. And I see plenty of people doing this, you know. One of my friends does it every single time that he goes down there. And you you see it right there in Town Square. It's on the left-hand side right across the street from the firehouse. And you can get your hair cut. It's like an old-fashioned barber shop. Yeah, definitely. Um, If my dad would go to Disney, I bet he would love to go. He just loves the whole barber shop feel. My dad and brother have both had haircuts there. Michael has not yet, but his sensory. We would Um, have to go right back to the room to shower because he cannot handle the hair. hair. Colin is the same way. Yeah, so maybe, I mean, we might try it. You know, might try it one of these times, but we definitely wouldn't experience the rest of the Magic Kingdom until we got back and had had a shower. shower. (laughs) Or you could just spray him down with one of those water bottles. (laughs) 
<laughs> How cool would it be to take your son on Dapper Day, right? Get all decked out, go to the barber shop on Dapper Day, tell the barber, you know, dapper me up, buddy. <laughs> That right? would be fun. And to have that whole experience. Yeah, you don't even have to have a haircut there. They will, like, style your Stick hair. You up. Yeah. So that I, I would love to visit on Dapper Day. I guess I could make my own Dapper Day and just dress up in a pretty dress. But Please, I'm sure you could. There are some people that make their own days every day there. Yeah. I, I do believe. You go there for Dapper Day, you get the whole complete package, the whole experience, hit the barber shop. something you'll never, ever forget. Sure. Right. I do regret not getting Michael's first haircut there. Oh. I do, I do regret that. Never thought about Yeah, because we took him on his first you birthday. Lived, you lived there at the no, time, No, not right? when Michael when was, was born. Oh, he's not no, a Floridian. Michael, Michael was born here in Missouri. Okay. But we did fly back for his first birthday. We joke and call it the tour of Michael because we spent like two weeks down there visiting family and friends. I do regret that, but he didn't have much hair on his first birthday. Right. It was a little, I don't think, he, he was almost two when he got his. Even if it's just a little snippy snip, yeah, right? Yeah, so I do, I do regret. I'm sure they have, they got to have something, my first haircut. Oh, yeah, they give you ears and a certificate. For your first haircut? Oh, yeah, they, okay. they do it up so real things, big. You know, Tell us about it. That's, see, oh, the I, I've that never, you know. I mean, obviously, I've never had it because I only have the one son, but I think it's a package that you book for the first haircut. They give you a commemorative pair of ears and a certificate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Make a little video. That's yeah. neat. I want to say maybe a picture. I don't know for sure, but maybe like a photo pass picture type thing. That would be cool. You could go gator hunting. I did not know this. I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can go fishing. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the card game either. You can actually go fishing. So if you're a fan of bass fishing, you can enjoy that activity all year round at Walt Disney World. So they have guided bass fishing excursions. Sounds really neat. That can accommodate up to five people in a 20-foot tracker pontoon boat. So you can bass. I'm not a fisher person, but I do, again, I think it's a neat experience for families. Yeah, because some families never have that opportunity yeah. to fish, depending on where they live. Sure. I think it's doing anything at Disney World is just it's an extra special. It really does. Memorable and even fishing. Meaningful. Yeah. I could fish here. I'm not a I don't like to fish, I'll, I'll admit. Colin loves it, but I wouldn't mind fishing with him in Disney World. Sure. Like, it's just a whole different mindset, a whole different setting to say, hey, I have fished at Disney World. Get now, your Starbucks at Disney World. Reeling oh, a, I totally Reeling a gator. If, if this was your once in a lifetime, your only one time down, would I recommend some of these activities? Absolutely not. But for families who go regularly, right. who have experienced what they wanted to experience inside the theme parks, I think these would be neat experiences right could you imagine uh some of the cast from swamp people coming in and fishing <laughs> bringing in their 22s rifles you know uh, i don't even think that would penetrate a crocodile or a gator i don't know i don't want to see one see that close no, no. <laughs> all right number one which i've done i know you have as well vicky i'm not sure okay taking a tour of the utilidors no we are not because joey wasn't old enough right okay you have to be 18 or older? Yeah, we're waiting for Joey. Joey will be 18 this time. Totally worth it. I know, that's what Nick Even said. as a former cast member who took it after her cast member days, it's it's absolutely worth it. So it kind of takes the magic away a little bit, but you recover quickly. You do recover quickly. I mean, my father, who believes tried and true Mickey, Mickey Mouse is alive and breathing, we did see some backstage activity involving Woody, and Woody's head was off. Oh, and my father freaked out. I mean, he was like in his 50s. <laughs> so I'm just imagining oh, yeah. 
Because you'd be pretty tall for Woody. Yeah, yeah. And it's whole. And were, it's a plastic head. Yeah, they were getting ready to so like go on stage. So they had to look like stage. a big, huge shell on his shoulders, and this little, yeah, little, little tiny, tiny head. head. And these big, big character. Yeah, big character arms, little That's tiny awesome. head. That's um, awesome. But no, it's. I mean, some of the magic is revealed. Oh yeah, a lot of it's revealed, especially if you do the Keys of the Kingdom tour. Yeah. And you get the back lot and underground. It it just makes you appreciate it so much more. So many fans, I, I just put this down because I know many Disney fans uh, would love this. If, if you want to know how the cast members get to their rides, how they get there so quickly, like when they're working the rides and stuff mm-hmm. like that, they, they take the Utilidors. Uh, the Utilidors, they were constructed before the park even opened and then covered uh, over with earth uh, that was evacuated from Seven Seas Lagoon. The theme park itself sits on top of them, if you didn't know. The Utilidors serve as a number of backstage functions and were installed so that guests don't have to see things being performed. Uh, thus, like we just talked about, breaking the magic. You know, that's one of the rules. You know, Walt said, what did he see? He saw someone from he Frontierland saw, walking. Saw, and I think a spaceman walking through Frontierland. Frontierland, yeah. So this also included waste remo- removal, automated vacuum collection system that's down there that you can see, and all the computer systems, deliveries, the kitchens for the parks, restaurants, locker rooms for the cast members. Just to give you guys a heads up. And they also use it for emergency situations, right? Mm-hmm. For yep. like cast members and the guests. Yeah, I would assume that it is set up for guest emergency, but I've never known. Which is what em- they needed a Lonnie. Yeah, true. Right. I, I don't know that there's ever been a situation because even 9-11, they escorted guests through the front turnstiles. So if, if you ever wanted to know what was underneath the Magic Kingdom, take the keys it's of the Kingdom totally tour. I believe, and if you look at my my lanyard with my teaching uh, badge on it, you'll yes. see that I have my key to the Magic Kingdom oh, that I awesome. got on we my still keys have to the Kingdom tour. Mike and I still have I think Erin lost hers, but I, I still have mine. But uh, I'm going to ask you two a question. Talking about different strokes for different folks, what are some things that you guys do, and I kind of already know Chrissy's thing, that other people look at you and they're like, wow, you truly are a Disney nerd, or a Disney freak for that matter. I'm curious as to what I do. Yeah, me too. Why don't you do Chrissy first? Julian Burke. Oh, well, that's that's just because I like purses. But yeah, I love, yeah, people But you think can buy I'm, a purse anywhere, but true, you, you spend your money on specifically Dooney and Burke. True, true, absolutely. The Disney collection. The Disney ones, yeah. I just, it combines two of my favorite things in Some the world. Some of your family members look at you like you're nuts or they get it? My family actually gets it because we are a family of Disney nerds. Um, now, my sister's don't always understand how much I spend on them, but you have to realize when I spend that kind of money, I carry it for like a year. Would you tell them? Oh, they know. Okay. They know. I mean, have we, you ever we... had anyone question you? Like, really? They just don't get no, it. No, no. I do get some odd looks sometimes. You know, you see a grown woman carrying a bag with Tinkerbell all over it, but you know, to each his own. Exactly. You know, I I certainly don't wear fancy clothes. I don't wear fancy shoes. I I do love a nice bag. But yeah. What about for you, Vixter? What's your one thing? I dress a lot in Disney. Like you do. I have a lot of Disney clothes. I have a lot of Disney jewelry. My jewelry probably is all Disney. So. If you see me on any given day, I usually have on something Disney. Not so much rings, but this last time I got this really cool necklace. It looks like a necklace that everybody would wear where it's like a bunch of circles hooked together with chains. But instead of circles, it's Mickey heads. Oh, neat. But it's real subtle. Like one of my friends didn't even notice. We were halfway through dinner and she's like, I just realized your necklace is Mickey heads. And some people think I'm crazy, but it's like Chrissy said. I mean, everybody has their own vice of craziness. Like we know your vice is Star Wars. Like we could get you talking about Star Wars and you would talk about it from now until tomorrow, you know, till next year, actually. 
you could probably tell us about the life of Star Wars. For me, it's a good talking point, and I don't know if you remember this, Nick. Uh, Chrissy probably didn't even know, but there was a situation where a little girl needed help in a parking lot, and the reason she thought I was would be a person to stop is because she saw my Mickey earrings. Oh, really? Wow. So wow. ever Paid since that, to detail, which you have them on right now. Uh, this I have Mickey, Mickey hands because it matches my Mickey, Your Mickey hat. Your Mickey hat. Oh, I was there. Yeah. The hands are in the shape of a heart. Um. Yeah, I just got a shirt made like this for Valentine's Day. Oh, I need to get. That. For me, it's a total connection thing. I am a teacher. I love Disney, so it's a good connecting point with kids. And one cool thing that I do for my students, or I try to do, is if I have a student that goes to Disney when I have them, I give them crayons and like a little packet to do on the way to Disney with coloring sheets in it of Disney stuff. And then I always have extra maps and I put them in there so they can start thinking about what they want to see while they're there. Just so like, especially if they're driving, it'll give their parents a, about an hour break at least. Yeah. And <laughs> listeners, you have to understand, we, we record in Vicki's classroom and it is absolutely Disney decked out. Absolutely. It is. I mean, from the bulletin boards to the to the theming in general. I mean, even the kids' names on their bins and buckets are in mouse heads. And that's why we record here, because there's so much Disney crap all over the place, <laughs> it doesn't echo. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Nick's room, he doesn't have anything in his room. I am He's, a minimalist. You, you, I, but you have Disney stuff going on in your I room, I do, too. but I'm very much a minimalist, right. and it echoes in my room like crazy. So, yeah, I have a few things. So you mentioned, you know, Star Wars. I do have a few replica helmets in my room. The Kylo Ren and Boba Fett and all that stuff's at the house. I do have a Stormtrooper and like a, a B-rated Kylo Ren helmet as well. And the teachers look at me like I'm crazy, especially when I put it on and I mess with the kids in the morning as they're going to class. And we hear about it. Oh, here. you do? I yeah, because they'll be like, I saw Mr. Hyman. He's got a Stormtrooper hat. And I'll tell them to move along. I'm like, move along. I can't wait for the yearbook to come out. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, that's right, because in the yearbook, I took a picture with my Stormtrooper helmet on and my tuxedo awesome. t-shirt. It's awesome. I'm going to get in so much trouble by this current administration. But you know what? I don't know who's in For charge For the kids, I think that it was a good thing. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know if you noticed, when you got your way out of my room, notice all these mini pictures that are now showing up in my room. The recess teachers have a uh, Disney coloring book. And so I have kids. They do. Yeah. I have kids that I don't even know or have oh. that are now coloring me pictures because they know when they pass my room, they see Disney. And one little girl came up the other day and I said, what grade are you in, sweetie? First grade. And then she just went back. So I don't know if she has you or somebody else, but she knew that my room was Disney and she... So now I have these kids and the, and the recess teachers are, are that okay? is that okay? I'm like, of course it's okay. How awesome is that, that um, they know that you and me and a couple other teachers in this building are Disney fans. It's a connection we can have with them sure. that some other people can't. I don't well, think that's a bad thing. funny is even the adults, you know, and I was just talking to our administrators today. Who do they go to when they have a Disney question right. or they need to help plan their trip sure. or they want you to plan their trip because they have no idea what they're doing? They come to you, Vicky. They come to you, Chrissy. They they come to me, and it happens all the right. time. Sure. Even parents from other classrooms, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Will come to you. They're like, hey, you know, I, I pass by your room uh, weekly or every day, and I and I see your Disney freak, and you know, my kid tells me that you have a story for everything. You've been there a lot. Um, let me ask you a question on some things, and then right. you, then you find out they're taking a trip, and, and then you find out that they're totally unprepared and they right, have yeah. no idea what they're doing. And you start telling them, hey, you really need to start thinking about this. You got your reservations coming up for, for dinner. You have to make them. You want to make sure you make them on that first day for the whole time. To get what you want. To get what yeah. you want. Really? I, don't, I can't do it the week before? No, no, no it doesn't no. work that way. It's funny how the students and the teachers and our, our own peers, right? Our, right. Our friends here that, work, that we work with, our colleagues, and our bosses know who to go to when they have Disney questions. So yeah, sure. I would say also my thing is, too, I like buying 
the stuffed animals from Disney World. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love buying the characters, like the Woody, Woody and the Buzz. Buzz. We knew what you meant. You know, characters still boxed up, and I love just buying that stuff for him and, and seeing him play with it. But at the same time, it, it gets me all excited and, and, and fun, you know, giddy at the same time. So he has, I bought him Lotso the Huggin' Bear. Oh, yeah. Years ago. Years ago. Does he still smell like strawberry? He still does. Not as much as the new ones that they have out that I, I'm, I'm tempted to buy a new one every time I head out there. You should just get some but strawberry like, I spray. I can't because it's not the original Lotso. Every night, Colin has to give me Lotso to sleep with. That's so cute. Because Aww. he just, he wants to give me Lotso because apparently it's my stuffed animal, he says. That's so cute. And then when I leave... Uh, when I go out of town, when I travel or I'm deployed somewhere, he snuggles up with Lotso every Aww. single night. So it's just kind of cool. M- Mom gets Stitch for some reason. <laughs> she ends up getting Stitch. I don't know <laughs> I what the connection. Stitch. I don't know what the connection is. Because she likes dogs one, and Stitch is like right. the dog. There you go. So that's my thing. I'm not saying I sleep with stuffed animals. I'm just saying I, I buy stuffed animals for Colin and he loves them. And you, he's like you, Kirsty, with the Dooney Burke stuff. You can never have enough. Yeah. Colin can never have enough, and you wonder when it's going to come to an end. Yeah, you but it never a, does. A picture on Instagram of him playing with all of his he's, stuffed animals. They, they were like yes. lined up, they and he said this was only like a tenth of the collection. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Even. Yes, that was maybe a tenth, maybe. And he was playing American Ninja Warrior with it. Mike with all used the stuffed to do animals. The same thing. Well, I saw no. the video yeah. of him playing that he was a claw a claw machine and oh, all of them yeah, were on the floor. And oh, was, yeah, so I pick up awesome. I drop him down. Yep. And he was the claw. Cuz yeah. he brought that over at dinner the other night to show me. He was, "Look, I'm a human claw machine." That was fun. Did he told you that? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. See, that's you weren't funny. even listening to him. I was listening. Was this to the him. other night we went out to dinner? Yeah. Okay, he did really well. His behavior. He, I know it's a bread spot on. Yeah, because, I mean, he got a little wound up at the beginning, but there was a lot of people there. It we were there for, what, three overload. hours? Yeah, yeah. No, Brad said he did a great job. He's With, like, the iPad died right before died you guys got in there. Right before we got in right. the restaurant. So he was there literally. Uh, try doing that with a child. No iPad. But we played some games, and um, then he showed me some videos right. that they took of him. So I thought he did really on good. On my phone? On, I think it was on Aaron's, Aaron's phone. Aaron's phone. So, anywho. Today's discussion, like I said, you know, I don't like you heard, just different strokes for different folks. There's a lot out there that Disney offers that we all enjoy. And sometimes your friends, your peers, colleagues just don't understand. Hope this was a fun episode as it was for us as well. And I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. And pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.